Ionized Yeast presents Lights Out. Everybody. It is later than you think. Lights Out brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal. Dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly. So if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now. My name, Arch Obler. Tonight, another in our series of tales of the weird and the unusual. The idea for today's play, the story of Mr. Maggs, came to me a few years ago when I was in England, pre-war England. Calm, peaceful, serene, no enemy bombers overhead, no screaming sirens, and England happily without worry. But before we start, Frank Martin has a word for you. Friends, these critical times are making terrific extra demands on all of us. But if you've gotten miserably thin and tired and run down, don't necessarily blame the war or your job. It's quite possible you simply need more vitamin B and iron than you're getting from your food. Well, if you do need more of these vital substances, get them a quick, easy way. Take ionized yeast tablets. They help two ways in cases of such deficiencies. Help two ways to build you up. Help two ways to increase weight and strength. Help two ways to step up pep and energy. Remember that name, ionized yeast tablets. And now... Lights out, everybody. All right, gentlemen, all right, gentlemen. Now, here's an opportunity you can't afford to miss. As the Americans say, an opportunity of a lifetime. In auctioning off these effects of various deceased members of the community, I assure you that no single piece has more pretentious value than this genuine oaken traveling truck. As you see, gentlemen, it's bound in brass and locked tight and secure with a massive, genuine brass lock. What's in it, nobody knows. But the law says that being unclaimed, strange merchandise, whoever buys it gets it all, as you might say, with all its in it. Be it gold or silver plate or the jewels of India. Now, what am I offered for this guest? Make your bids and make them good, gentlemen. Do I hear someone say ten pounds? Five shillings. Now, gentlemen, look at it. Lock tight. And nobody knows what's inside. A fortune waiting here. And somebody talks of five shillings. Now, come, let's on with it. What am I offering? Five and six. Oh, gentlemen, for firewood alone. I offer six. Six. Six and six. Seven. Well, gentlemen, it appears we're having a competition in little numbers. Is there anybody here who would like to raise a bid in eight for me? Certainly, sir. Eight? Gentlemen, I ask you, is there anybody here who heard what I said about this chest being locked and sealed? Oh, let it go. It's the last thing I've got to auction. So let it go and we'll all go home. Go into the little gentleman right down the air for eight children even. Do you hear any more? So, step right up here, sir, and claim your purchase. Now, what might your name be for the record? Name? 
My name is Maggs. Yes, Harold Maggs. And the money, Mr. Maggs? Oh, yes, sir. My pocketbook got it all ready. Eight shillings, sir. Here you are. Right you are. You understand, of course, the cottage is extra. Oh? Oh, is it? Right you are. Now, where will I send the check? I don't know. I mean extra charges. Where will I send it? Uh, 92 Applegate Southwest 3. Right you are. Is... Is that all? That's all. The chest is yours. You'll get it in the morning. In the morning? But I'll be at work in the morning. Your old woman will be home, won't she? Oh, yes, but she doesn't in know In the morning, they'll that. deliver it, and in the morning, you'll get it. Good night, dear. Oh, good night, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you, be, huh? If you knew what I know of that trunk, you wouldn't be thanking me. You'd curse me to the devil. Well, I must say, it's a fine time for a man to be getting hold. Mr. Bainbridge asked me to stay and check the inventory. Never mind what Mr. Bainbridge said. Did you get anything extra for doing what Mr. Bainbridge said? Well, I... I... Never mind what he said. I tell you what you get from me. A cold supper, that's what. Oh, it's all right. Oh, is it? Now, just a minute, Mr. Harold Maggs. There's something else I want to talk to you about. Yes, Agatha? How much money have you been making on the races? Races? Me? You. Oh, no, you know I never play the horses. And how much money did that rich uncle of yours in Australia leave you? Australia? Me? Why, Agatha, what are you talking about? I haven't got any uncles in Australia. Then maybe it's a gold mine you discovered. Or maybe a well that gives a hundred gallons of petrol a minute. Agatha, are you all right? The chest. Oh. Why did you buy it? Well, I... They didn't give it to you, did they? It was only eight shillings and I... Only eight shillings? You mean to stand there and tell me you spent eight whole God-given shillings for that thing? Uh, yes. Harold Meg's I or... Agatha, what's that? Never you mind what that is. Up in the garret. Yes, yes, up in the garret. Where that great prize of yours is. Up in the garret where you should be until your head's examined. But, Agatha, what... It's Freddy. Breaking the thing open to see what's inside. Breaking it open? Yes, and I told him to do it. Freddy, have you opened it yet? Not yet, ma'am. Oh, Agatha, please, I don't want him to... No, I'll keep quiet. I know you haven't got a key to it. But Raymond told me all about this prize package that he did. Oh, but... Pointed right down in the middle of the kitchen floor. And poor Freddie and I had to carry it all the way upstairs. Oh, Agatha... oh we'll find out what's in it soon enough. Oh, no, please, he shouldn't break the lock. It's a good one. Maybe I could pick it. I'll go up there. No, no, Harold, come back here. Let Freddie do what I told him to. Harold! Harold, come back here this minute. Harold, you regret this, making me climb these stairs. Harold, do you hear me? Ma'am, ma'am, Maggie, Mr. Oh, Harold, Harold, what'll come over you? He won't smash my chest, he won't. Well, ma'am said I could, she did, she did, she oh, said I could. Oh, you strike that boy. Oh, I didn't. Well, you thought about it. He may not be your flesh and blood, Harold Meggs, but he's mine. Ah, he's a big love, 30 years oh, old. Mom, he called me I a Quite enough. Harold Meggs, give me that hammer. Yes, Agatha. I'll fix your precious chest, your precious lung. That's oh, right, Mum. Show him. Show him. Oh, a good one, Mum. You sniped it. Oh, it was a good padlock. You keep quiet. <laughs> Buy a cat in the poke for your peachy mouth. Well, now we'll see your grand bargain. Help me lift the lid, Freddy. Uh, sure thing, Mum. Well, see what you wait for. My good money. Oh. 
man. Why? Why, it's empty. Empty. Hello, Ned, you wretch, you. Taking the bread out of the mouth of your good wife and your son to buy empty trunks. I Wait, have... Agatha. Wait for what? For what? It's not empty. What are you talking about? See? The whole inside crusted with dried blood. What did you hear? Can't you hear anymore? I said there's someone in the house. What? What do you mean? Listen. I don't hear anything. Don't talk. Listen. Ah! You heard? Yes. Up in the garret. Oh. Get up and do something. Well, what could I do? You're not going to let them steal the house away from us. There. Again. But why in the garret? Are you going to lie there talking while we... But we've nothing there for anyone to tell you. It's Freddy. Freddy? What? Come on. No. No, not up there. Well, I'm going. Harold, come back and don't leave me alone to be murdered. Harold, don't go up there. Harold, don't fight me. Agatha. Agatha, come up here quickly. No. No, I'm afraid. Agatha, quickly. All right. All right. All right. I'm more afraid down here than I'll be up there. Can't be much to be afraid of. If you're not afraid, Harold. So dark up here. Well, Harold, what is it? Harry, come here, help me. Well, what is it? What's the matter with you? What is it? It's your Freddy. Freddy. Freddy! The lid of the chest seems to be closed on his head. And I can't seem to open it. the only thing you ever loved in all your life. Oh, do something. Do something, you worm, you. What is there to do? Storm so bad. Just have to wait until morning, that's all. If you hadn't bought that infernal chest. If I hadn't bought it. Murdered him, then. You hated him for the memory of my first husband. No, I wouldn't say that, Agatha. Why not? You bought the chest. So it's your doing. Well, in a way, you're right. I brought the evil into the house now, didn't I? What are you talking about? An unhappy house, and now there's evil in it. What are you saying? Since we came downstairs, all these hours since it happened, I've been thinking. Thinking what? How do you think Freddy died, and why? You're crazy? Asking me if I know how he died? I saw it, didn't I? But I asked you, why did he die? Why? Why? Because the infernal lid of it fell on his head, that's why. Oh, my 
The evil did it. Evil, evil. You are crazy. The only thing evil was your buying it. You just don't understand, do you, Agatha? What are you looking at me like that for? I tell you, the lid fell down on his head. Evil. Evil, evil. Stop trying to make me as crazy as you are. Come on back up there and help me carry my son down so I can stretch him out decent and respectful for when the undertaker comes. No, Agatha. What? I've made up my mind. I won't go up there again. Oh, yes, you will. He'll lie dead in the bed, my son. Not up there. No, Agatha, I've made up my mind. I figured out that up in the garret, the evil has taken... Evil is elastic. My son, you'll help me carry him down. Don't stand there. Don't stand there. Storm's over. Help me carry down his body so I can lay it out. No, Agatha. No, hear me out. It's evil. I'll have you locked away, I tell you. Evil, and I knew somehow that it was there. That's why I dragged you downstairs again so quickly. You never thought much of me, Aggie, but this time, believe me, if I go up there with you, it means my life. I've listened to enough. A bullet-headed little worm, that's what you are. There's nothing up there but that blasted chest you bought and Freddy's body. And if you won't help me bring him down, then, Crystal, I'll bring him down myself. No, Agatha, come back. Aggie, come back. Agatha, I beg you. Aggie! Aggie, you shouldn't have. This once in all these years, you should have listened to me. If you'd have listened this time, I would have meant something more than... Agatha! Agatha, what's doing up there? Are you all right? Agatha, do you hear me? You all right? What in the... Agatha, what? Agatha, what? What happened? What's the matter? Oh, Agatha, heaven help me. I can't come up to you. I'm afraid. Agatha, that's another hour. It's hard waiting, Agatha. I've got to keep so quiet. I've got to listen. Perhaps you'll say something. Call me again. I've got to know what happened. Man can go crazy not knowing what happened. I'll keep very quiet. Perhaps I'll hear you saying something up there. Agatha? Wind. I hear nothing but the wind, Agatha. I'm afraid to move out of this chair, Agatha. As afraid as I've ever been in all my life. And that's been many times, Agatha. Something safe about this chair... It's my chair. I've sat in it so many times it knows me. And while I'm in it, nothing can happen to me. Now, can it? But if I were to get up, leave it. Walk toward the door. No, I won't do that. I'll sit here and wait in the chair. And when it's daylight again... (sighs) Agatha, is that you? I, I heard you again. Agatha! Agatha! Agatha, why don't you answer me? I hear you moving around. Why don't you answer me? Agatha! 
Agatha, isn't it you? Sounds as if... As if a heavy chest were being moved. Moved along to the head of the stairs. No. Nothing more. So quiet. Is that you? You're bringing the chest down? Agatha, is it you? No, no, it couldn't be you, could it, Agatha? And who is bringing it down? Who is it? Answer me. Answer me! Let's <laughs> get out of here. Run. But I can't. I can't. I'm too afraid. Who is it? Agatha, it is you, isn't it? It, it must be you. It must be. Uh, not many more steps and I'll see you. No, no, I won't look. I won't. Stop, you, whoever you are. Don't bring that chest down here. Stop. Stop. No further. Stop. I won't have to see. I won't have to see. Okay. Oh, no. So close, bottom of the stairs. I'll see. I'll see. I'll see. What? Oh, if I could close my eyes. Only one more step. I know it. I know it. I'll get you. You won't get me. I'll get you. My axe. Where's my axe? 
closet. What in here? Yes. Got to find my axe. Oh, get me, you blast and chest, you. Got it. You hear me, you evil? Axe in my hand. I'm coming for you. You came after me, but I'll get you. I see you there at the foot of the steps, you chest, you. Lying there so quiet, aren't you? Think I'll open you and then you'll get me too? Well, you won't. You won't. I'm coming for you. See? I'm creeping close to you. Slowly. Slowly. The way you crept down the stairs for me. How do you like it, you evil, waiting for your doom? I'll get close to you. I'll swing my axe and then your evil will be over, won't it? You'll be wood, wood and twisted bands of brass, and then I won't have to be afraid anymore, now will I? No, I'm close enough. You're doomed, Jack. I'm your doom. Here. I did it. I did it, you evil chest. You cracked you wide open. I'll pull the rest of you wide apart. And then... Mr. Jamison? Harry, uh, that chest you delivered over Applegate Way. Where's the side receipt for it? Oh, there it is. It's lying right here. Ah, yes. Received one chest. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Mr. Jamison? Oh, just thinking. Thinking of what, my I asked you, sir? Thinking and wondering if they found out. What's that, sir? That the chest was the one in which that murderer, the young last Wednesday... Used to stuff his murdered victims. Cool. I wonder if that little man that bought it. What was his name? Uh, Mags. Found out about his bargain yet. Just a second, Mr. Obler. You mean to say that this old chest killed those people? I, uh, I didn't say. The supernatural, the supernormal, and coincidence. Who can separate the three? I'd like to tell you something that actually happened to me, though, a few years ago. A number of years ago, back in Chicago, late at night, I sat down at my typewriter to try to write a short story. I sat and sat and sat there, but no ideas came along. Then, just as the clock struck 12, and I remember the time very, very well, the idea came along. Quickly, I began to type the story, a criminal in the hotel room hiding from the police. He can't uh, remember uh, exactly what to do. Uh, finally, in his panic, he climbs out the window and hangs from a narrow ledge high above the city street. Finally, just as the police come in, he falls. Well, I got that very, very far with the plot, and... Then suddenly, rather tired, I went to bed. The next morning, the headline of the paper told of a criminal who had hidden in a hotel room. And then, when the police broke in, the panic, and the hour was just at midnight, had tried to escape by hanging from the narrow ledge outside the room. In other words, as I was writing that story, at that very moment, mind you, it was actually happening. Coincidence? Supernormal? Who knows? But now, uh, what happens next week, Mr. Obler? Next week? Scoop. 
quite a strange title, I'll admit, and a very strange story. It's about a man who worked all his life only to have what he'd worked for taken away. <laughs> but that, as usual, is next week. Yes, Lights Out will come to you again next Tuesday at the same time. Be sure to listen to Arch Obler's weird story, A Scoop. Oh, by the way, in answer to those inquiring about scripts, a new book of plays by Arch Obler, Plays for Americans, has just been published by Farrer and Reinhardt. These plays may be used without royalties by any person or group in connection with our country's war work. And if you need more vitamin B and iron, be sure to try Ironized Yeast, the one and only Ironized Yeast with the big letters IY on the package and on each tablet. Thank you. 